Good morning. Good afternoon. And good evening. My name is Alan Woods. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Kyla. And this is the Permanent Plus One Podcast, the place where marriages go to live. Great job. Great. (laughs) You got it right, honey. I did. You brought home some fire Mediterranean yeah. food that I had never had. You had had it once before. Yeah. Oh, let's tell them about it. Somebody got some some food at work. Um, I don't eat. Um, I mean, there's almost I don't eat Mediterranean food, but I'm not really doing the hummus thing, man. You know, so I will say I tried it before and it was not good. Mm. And I, you know, I it was it went from a popular place and yeah. It, and and what I realize now is I just had the wrong thing. It was the wrong things. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I didn't know what to get. So um, somebody at work was like, yeah, I'm getting this. I'm getting this lentil soup. And I'm getting, like, some feta cheese in it because mm. that sets it off. And I was just like, I said, just order me what you ordering yourself. It was like a chicken curry pita roll with a lot of veggies and whatever. Order me what you ordering yourself. I trust you because this person's kind of a foodie. And, you know, I trust you. Whatever. Whatever you get. And it was so good that I think for dinner, I was trying to eat it again. You were. You and came home talking about it. <laughs> and then, you know, a couple of days later, I was like, hey, do you want to look at the menu or you want me to just, you know, trust me to get you something? She, uh, interestingly enough, just let me do it, which I was very <laughs> surprised at. Yep. Uh, and I'm glad I did. Because she's very particular. I am very particular about food. Yeah. So, you know, I got, I actually got a couple of different options because I was like, I don't know which thing um, she's going to want. And so I got like. Uh, chicken curry for me and I brought her a chicken curry I mean what was the curry but it was like cauliflower curry Mm -hmm. Uh, and then one that was like a hummus falafel and somehow I ate the wrong one. So the I, next day, not yeah, that night. Yeah. But, or maybe no, that, that night. night. That night yeah. you did eat the wrong one. I ate one. the wrong one. Uh, and I was like, this tastes different than it did at work, but it's delicious. And little do I know, did I know I was eating one of the vegetarian mm-hmm. ones. So It was so good. That yeah, food was, was so good. Was oh, guys. So if you are looking to try something new. Yeah. I, I think that that's cool, too, about our relationship is that we both kind of put each other on especially when it comes to like music or food mm-hmm. like if you go somewhere or if you hear something you know you're like hey did you hear the news such and such or yeah. have you ever eaten at such and such mm-hmm. or i had this uh lunch meeting and it was at this place and it had this kind of food and i didn't even know this place existed mm-hmm. we should go back and so you know i think that that's that's one thing that's really cool um is that we're both open to try new things and yes. i know that there's a lot of people in relationships or marriages where you know their spouse eats chicken fingers and that's it like that's the extent yes. of what they're gonna do and every try anything yeah. New. yeah and so you know it, it i think that adds a different level of adventure and excitement and you know keeps keeps the flavor um you know new literally i see what you did there yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep. so that's cool. That's, That's good cool. stuff. Good stuff. So the food was delicious. Yeah. We had a good time. We just hung out, watched a little TV, yeah. ate some good food, and that was and like went called it a night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we, uh, we've been spending a lot of time just kind of, you know, being at home lately. We've got a lot of things coming up um, towards the end of the month. Um, just different events. You've got a lot of hosting a events lot. coming yeah. up. Um, and so it's been good to take this time that we have to sit at home mm-hmm. it's been good to actually just sit at home it and has. you know just hang out together and watch some you know basketball games and you know just chill mm-hmm. man. Like we no, need it i think no we have both needed it yeah, a lot definitely. when we come home from work and i mean
mean, don't get us wrong. We're still <laughs> having to pop the laptop open here, yeah. here, and there, and do some things at home. But you've gotten really um, intentional about not working at home as much. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of projects coming up this month, especially. So mm-hmm. I think you've had to do it a little bit more. But on a regular basis, you're not bringing work home yeah, as the, much. The last two, three weeks have actually been. Uh, kind of a return to some patterns that I really don't like as far as like not getting as much sleep, mm-hmm. working more once I get home, waking up early because I'm thinking about things that I didn't get completed. Uh, and that's the worst, you know, when you wake up at five or something in the morning and you're like, ah, I forgot to send this email or mm-hmm. something. And then it's just kind of jolting awake. It makes it difficult for you to get back to sleep. And if I already went to bed later, you know, that could be difficult. But yep. You know, I have been trying to be intentional about, um, you know, making the time that we have at home our time um, instead of bringing work home and working the entire time that I'm at home. Um, And so sometimes if you go to bed a little earlier, I'll wait until you kind of go to bed and then I'll, you know, start doing more work. Or if you start working, then I'm like, okay, cool, then I can go ahead and do Mm -hmm. some work. So I think just being cognizant of, you know, what quality time looks like. And, you know, as we continue to dig into our uh, five love love languages Mm -hmm. book, you know, and just kind of talking about what quality time means for us, um, just making sure that we are being honest about what we need to do. Um, Because what I don't want is for either of us to say, hey, we need to spend this quality time, but also understand that there's some other things that need to be taken care of and we're not taking care of that. So it's causing more stress because we show up at work the next day and it's not done because, you know, so I think there's a, there's a good balance between mm-hmm. that, that we've been kind of figuring out somehow. And, um, that's dope. You know, so. We uh, went back and watched a Steve Harvey segment that we've actually been talking about for a little while mm-hmm. now. Um, about he has so he has this panel of women that he brings on, I think, pretty regularly to discuss certain issues, um, especially around relationships. And so, a couple of those topics we wanted to bring into the podcast, and one of them was um, is needing space or wanting space from your spouse healthy? Mm-hmm. Like, is that a healthy practice? And I think. Most of them, all of them said yes, like it's, yeah. it's a healthy thing to, to want or need that space um, and to still focus on kind of your individuality and making sure that you're getting what you need as a person before right. contributing to a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was a really interesting conversation. Because, and, and Steve made the point to say you, you can't lose yourself in a person or yeah. lose yourself in a relationship because that's unhealthy. I think that because it all hinged from a conversation about a celebrity who was mm-hmm. uh, maybe asking his, is it a girlfriend? Spouse? It's his they wife. Married? They're, married. They're married. Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. And uh, yeah, they got married. I think it was kind of a whirlwind type who knew? thing. So they are married. Yes. So uh, apparently um, he likes for her to check in a little bit more than she mm-hmm. would like to check in. Um, and he kind of is freaking out if she's not checking in. And um, so that that was kind of where the conversation all kind of stemmed from. Yep. And I think that, you know, when you think about that particular scenario, a lot of us feel a lot of different ways about it based on our previous experiences um, with that. Maybe there were previous relationships where. 
people are in and when people vanish for a certain amount of time, maybe they were off doing things they didn't have no business doing or, you know, I mean, there's always things and you have to, you know, while you are in a relationship, a new relationship, you can't punish the people that you're in relationships with for the crimes that somebody else committed. Um, and at the same time, it can be difficult to kind of let that thing go, you know, because mm -hmm. it is something that took place and it's something that hurt you. And it is something that you probably are still living with that pain. And so, you know, in asking that question, I mean, I, th I thought it was a really, like you said, I thought all of the answers were really valuable in the sense of, yes, you do need time to yourself. Um, but then, you know, at the same time, you have to prioritize the relationship as well. Yes. And I think that that's the tension between those two things mm -hmm. um, is typically more difficult, it seems, for women to kind of balance that. Because a lot of us, not all, but a lot of us are, are such giving individuals. We are so concerned with uh, making sure that everyone's needs are met. Our spouse, our children, our colleagues, our family, like our, you know, parents, siblings. Um, so when you when you are in that space and you're always worried about everyone else and making sure that everyone else has what they need you tend to neglect what you need and you neglect caring for that self um so and then you know sometimes when you do take a moment to care for yourself you start feeling bad you're like mm -hmm. beating yourself up and saying i really shouldn't like why did i why did i even you know take this time to go get a massage or to go take a walk i mean like those little things sometimes you take and you you use that as a as a source of guilt to say that you could be doing something else yeah so um i do think it's important and i think it's um important to to say that just because you do take that time for yourself or to even just be alone in your thoughts that's what and steve said that and i mean that is so real mm -hmm. just to give yourself 10 15 20 minutes <laughs> or an hour <laughs> or however long you need to just be alone with your thoughts yeah like how often do we it, we do that yeah. we don't i don't you know i would i i think that most people would argue they probably don't do it enough we ran across a very interesting um publication you actually brought it home mm -hmm. so it's so it's time magazine and it is a special edition dedicated to the science of marriage really Oh. Oh my bell didn't. Oh work. the bell didn't uh, the bell didn't wouldn't let you be great. Try it again. Right there. there we go. Yeah. All right. I finally got <laughs> some sound effects over here, guys. So um I mean this this covers this this particular edition covers a lot of ground as far as marriage. But one section we wanted to kind of start with today, and we'll bring these segments um, over the next few episodes of the podcast, but this one talks about infidelity. Um, the headline is once a cheat, always a cheat question mark. And so it talks about these myths around infidelity. And so I thought that myth number one was really interesting and we wanted to cover that one today. So it says, myth number one, infidelity is a sign of an unhappy marriage. Would you say that most people probably think that? Yes. Okay. Yep. Definitely. I would agree. I would agree. Because so if you were happy, you wouldn't. Why would you cheat? Exactly. However, it's kind of like my thoughts before you get into whatever the article says. It's like if you're winning a game, why would you cheat in the game right. to win? Because you're already winning. Yeah, and maybe it's a power thing. It's a it's so there it's it's something that comes from somewhere else. Yeah, which is what this is saying. Okay, right. So it's so it's talking about um, 
here's another thing that might be surprising to a lot of people is that the the rates of women and men cheating are very similar, like very like neck and neck. Not a surprise. Okay, maybe not for you, but I think a lot of people assume that men cheat more. They cheat with somebody. So. Um, this is true. <laughs> that is that is true. I don't think that they only cheating with that single women. Right. I, I'm guessing. No, you're right. You're right. So basically, to summarize what this particular what what myth one says is that uh, men tend to be more opportunistic in their infidelity. So basically, like if it's there, I'm gonna do it. Mm. <laughs> which which they go on to explain that it more so emphasizes the point that men can be happy in their marriage and still cheat. Because if the opportunity presents itself, mm-hmm. men, it says 56% of men said they were happy in their marriages despite having extramarital affairs. So um, I'm just sitting at home happy. Mm-hmm. And a naked Halle Berry just walks in. Yep. Bothering me. Mm-hmm. You were in the wrong place at the wrong time mm. or the right time, if you, depending on who mm. you ask. Mm. So um, it says that women are indeed more likely than men to cheat due to lack of gratification or happiness in their marriage. So when women cheat, it's more so because they're unhappy. Whereas if men cheat, they can be happy, but the opportunity presents itself. So really what I want to, what I would like to highlight here, I mean, (laughs) you said it, I didn't. That's just, uh, I mean. I mean, you're, but you're, but, but what I mentioned to you is that you have so many women who get cheated on, mm-hmm. myself included. I've been cheated, you know, before, not not in our marriage, but I mean, like yeah, in let's, relationships. Let's Let me clarify. <laughs> in in previous dating relationships, mm-hmm. I've actually had that happen many times. Okay, and you feel like something's wrong with you. You feel like, what did I not do? You feel like, it, do, are you not pretty enough? Are you not? You know, there's all these mm. things that go on in your mind, but this proves that you can be doing everything right you can be doing everything right and they could be happy mm. and be and a lot of times when you hear about certain situations especially these these um you know adulterous affairs that last years like they're mm-hmm. you know they they always say like um it's so much deeper the man mm. might say in the you know in the end well it was so much deeper it became mm. this bigger thing so he it the women can be doing everything right that's what i want to and it can be fine and they can be fine. Because you mentioned, uh, like, what am I doing wrong? Am I not this mm-hmm, person? Am I mm-hmm. not that? But then, speaking of Halle Berry, uh, you know, when you think of, like, when, when we found out that Eric Benet had cheated on her, we were like. All of the cheating. The audacity. Yes. And Jay-Z. You know, it's kind of yes. like. Yes. Like, so, th- these are two prime examples. You? Prime yeah. examples. Yeah. That, so, it's just, I, I just That's hope if there's a woman, um, you know, listening to this and you've dealt with that and you beat yourself up, like. It, it's not you you mm. it is him, like it is whatever he needs to deal with and i think he would say that if he's willing to admit the truth i think he would say that it, it has much more to do with himself than mm. with you that's interesting i think so too yeah so um so when women cheat you said that it's because there's something missing from they're unhappy their or, or ungratified, ungratified in their marriage yeah so the happiness is missing so why I wonder how, like, I don't know, statistically, if it mentions that in the article. Um, but, like, when do women make that decision? Is it just like, oh, I'm not happy, I'm going to go? Or are they making the efforts? Or, you know, I don't know. If it I want to reiterate that I, I don't think gratification and happiness are always one and the same. So I think okay. she could not be gratified in a number of ways. Not necessarily just happy. So she could not be gratified sexually. She could not be gratified um, financially. Like, 
So you know what I mean? Like I don't want. I think happiness. She could be happy, like happy in ways where, like, maybe her husband makes her laugh, and maybe, you know, he does sweet things, but maybe she's not gratified in other things. Okay, so I, I was thinking that they are the same thing, like ha- not happy as far as uh, satisfaction, like yeah. joyful. You know, I, I see what you're yeah. saying. So yeah. In those areas, mm-hmm. I'm not happy with what is happening in our bedroom, mm-hmm. or I'm not happy with what's happening in our finances, and maybe mm-hmm. there are other parts of the relationship that she is satisfied in. That's just really yeah, interesting. It is. And dude's just out here willy-nilly. Yeah. Hmm. It is really interesting. So there are several other myths that we can cover, you know, in the coming weeks um, about this. I think it's really interesting to kind of break apart the, I guess, the psychology behind infidelity Mm. and what goes into it um and i just think it's a lot of times it's more psychological than it is physical if there's a couple out there that has gone through infidelity and you have managed to work through it and you're still together and married and um you know fighting those challenges uh we would love to talk to you possibly on the podcast to get some additional insights and um, a real life story to go with these uh, statistics. That would be cool. I'd so. be interested to see just one last little nugget on this yeah. before we move on. But I'd be interested to see a breakdown of kind of marriages where maybe one spouse has informed their partner about something they're not happy about. Right. Like said, hey, th- I, this needs to change or I would like for this to change or you started doing this and you didn't used to do this mm-hmm. and I'm not with it and or it's affecting me physically, mentally, sexually, whatever, you know, will you change this for me? And the, and the partner's not willing to change it or like not willing to address it. Right. And then maybe something happens, hmm. you know, I'm not, not excusing it, Yeah. but I'm just, I would, I, I'd be interested to see kind of how that works because I would, I would too. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was trying to get to was how much, I don't know if there was a statistic in there on, on, how much people are making the effort to mm-hmm. to fix prior to you know cheating so it's interesting interesting stuff very much so very much on a previous episode <laughs> of permanent plus one podcast we talked about parenting our parents and uh kind of this role reversal that happens when we are becoming mature adults, 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 depending on how you want to say mm-hmm. it, um, and trying to figure out how we can be um, the, the the children that our parents need for us to be. Um, and a lot of that requires being um, more parental towards them. Um, you have talked about in the past uh, trying to figure out how to assist your parents in making decisions of moving out of huge homes and into something that is more realistic for their current lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They still will not listen <laughs> to me, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to them. Yeah, because they, they, they will listen to maybe you. They'll listen to me. They will <laughs> listen to you. <laughs> That's how that works around here. <laughs> I love your parents. Oh, and they love you. <laughs> and I am grateful. <laughs> and, uh, I recently also shared some of the, the health challenges that my father is having. Uh, and all, both of our, our se- all of our parents live in Indianapolis and we are in Cincinnati, which is about a hundred miles away. Um, and so we do what we can in the time that we're given and we're making efforts to be as present as we can in, in those moments. But yeah, being, um, 
not around the corner from our parents makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. You used to live literally, you know, 10 minutes. Right around the that, corner. Around, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five minutes away. Yep. Uh, I, there was a time when I lived five minutes away from uh, my parents as well. Uh, and now we live significantly further. Mm-hmm. And um, that creates a different list of challenges. Like, for example, today <laughs> when oh I got a call goodness. last night and my dad asked for me to come to Indianapolis to take him because he had a surgery scheduled. And when a parent calls you and tells you that they have a surgery scheduled and they don't have a way to get there, it's kind of difficult to say, no, I'm not going to come so you can get the surgery that you need to continue living. Right. You right. Know? So I was like, well, first of all, did you know about the surgery before right before now? The night before? Like, <laughs> we're about 12 hours out from when you need to be at the surgery. And uh, so I'm going to have to get up at 6 in the morning mm-hmm. to come and get you. Is there anybody in Indianapolis who loves you and claims that they care who could take you? No, everybody's working. Everybody? You asked everybody? Now, let me add a point of context here. Your dad does not like to ask people for things. He does not. He does not like to ask anyone to do anything for him. He, he is vehemently opposed to any to feeling like he owes anyone anything. Yeah. So he's not he's he is not good at asking for help. And when he does ask for help, he asks you. <laughs> yes. Because he knows that I am going to say yes. Yes. And so I you know, Kelly was here. I was like, uh, you know, I gotta get her up take her back to Indy um, and you know I was like okay let me set my alarm for 5.50 in the a.m. So early on your day off. On my day off. Keep that in mind. Um, So I'm like okay let me go ahead and get up at 5.50 get the kid package us up you know. You know she didn't want to get up. Kelly likes to sleep till noon. (laughs) If you let her. Yeah. So we get in the car you know and while, while while I'm doing all this realizing oh my mom is also out of town um, and my, my parents are no longer together. So I was like, well, while I'm in town, I need to go to her house, you know, take care of some things for her. And uh, I didn't realize I didn't have the keys to her house until after I had left and been gone for 20 ish minutes. Mm-hmm. So I had to turn around, mm-hmm. come back to the house to get the keys to her house. So I get back on the road. I'm driving to Indianapolis. I make a good time trying to do the speed limit or something resembling it. And I finally get to Indianapolis. I get off at the exit from my dad's house and a strange number calls. After I've already called his house several times and he hasn't answered and I'll let the phone ring until it stops. A phone call comes through. I have no idea who the number is, so I answer it. And he says, where are you at? <laughs> and I say, what do you need? (laughs) (laughs) He says, where are you? I said, where are you? Because this is not your house number that I've been calling. That I'm on my way to. (laughs) He says, I'm at the hospital. Excuse me? So you found a ride to the hospital. And and Well, we we also didn't say that that he was concerned about difficulty getting into people's vehicles because of his, um, you know, some of the amputation. Yeah. Yeah. So the amputation. So he he was telling you last night, I'm not going to be able to get in so and so's car. I'm not going to be able to do this. Can't do that. Mm -hmm. Can't 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 make it happen. Can't get in there. Mm -mm. So it's got to be you. I was like, my car is not that much different than anybody else's car. But okay. Yeah, I get there. It's 838. This man calls me. And. 
after we play a game of where are you know where are you, mm-hmm. he says, I'm at the hospital. And not only did I get a ride to the hospital, but I found out that my appointment's not even for today. It's for tomorrow. You can't write this. You can't make this up. <sighs> you and cannot make this up. I just started shaking my head. I know you did. I just was like, yeah, this is not real. This is not real. You real. did not have me get out of the bed at 5.50 in the a.m. In another city. In a whole other state to yes. drive to Indianapolis for you to. I said, at some point, you knew you had another ride. Why didn't you call me before then? You're at calling me from the hospital. Before this morning, you knew. You I don't knew. care if it was midnight. I don't care if it was 2 a.m. You could have let me know. Call me. I, then I then I will say, okay, and roll back over and go back to sleep. Or you could have called me at 6. Since you knew I had to get up at 6 o'clock, you could have called at 6 and said, oh, by the way, I found another ride. You don't have to come. And no one thought. No one. So I'm like by the man's house at this point. And I'm like, dude, I'll buy your house. Oh, uh, sorry. Me too. I'm going to turn around and go back home. And it's just it's just annoying, man. And you know, was, and it's it like very, it was you try to be present. Gesture. You try to be helpful. Yes. And you know that you have siblings who maybe are not as helpful, but they also live in the same city. And I would even argue that they may not even know what's going on they he, might not. because he doesn't like to ask. So part of it is he's not even utilizing the full um, available options. Yeah, because he just wants to be me. Yes. So it was, it was very difficult for yeah. me. So then I'm so frustrated at this point. I just asked Kelly, hey, you know, you want to just grab some food? We'll just go to breakfast and, you know. I'll continue to shake my head back and forth. And you're, <laughs> you're just shaking con- your head right you're now. Just con- <laughs> <laughs> you'll just continue to smirk at me. Oh, Kelly was? <laughs> yeah. Oh. She was just like, I was like, oh, parents. <laughs> she just was so, I, 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 she had empathy, was she but she just was. She was amused she by was this whole scenario? Mm-hmm. Because she won't be in, in 10 Because, of course, years. when I answer the phone, he's on speakerphone in my car because it's through my Bluetooth. Of course. So she's listening to this, and she's just like, uh, like. We got up yeah. that this early. We got up this early for no Oh, reason. my goodness. So we go to breakfast. We had a great breakfast. I drop her off at home, and I'm still, at this point, shaking my head. And so I get back on the highway. To come back to, to Cincinnati. To come back to Cincinnati. And then 50 miles into the drive, I let out an expletive as I realized I never made it to my mom's house. Yep. And guess who wasn't going to turn around at that point? seems <laughs> like the appropriate <laughs> thing to let out. At that point, 50 oh. miles into a 100-mile drive back, I was not turning around again to go back. And I was just like, dang, I went all the way back home to get the keys to her house and never made it to her house. All of this happening before, like, t- 10 o'clock this morning. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that today. I'm thankful for your uh, compassion. I mean it. And, and the thing is, we had planned to all go together. Yeah. Um, well, we plan lots of other things. I mean, yeah, it's President's Day. I you mean, know, we were we were going to celebrate Barack Obama. We were. We were going to, because that's our president. <laughs> we were going <laughs> to, we were going to enjoy this extra day off. We were. This three day weekend. Our extra day with Kelly. You know, right? You know, and and it was all torn to shreds. Yeah, it was. So we just, um, you know, we don't think that this conversation happens nearly enough for some reason, you know, where are the people that are dealing with aging parents that they have to, you know, make these types of 
decisions and, and sacrifices, sacrifices yeah. and first deal with the frustrations and all that. It's it's a difficult space and to be in. Nobody talks about it. They don't. Well, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to talk about it. And it's like, you know, oh, I I am in the process where I have already kind of mended a fragile relationship with my dad several years ago and so, you know, we're in a good place and it's just it's just really difficult to um constantly kind of be available for somebody and then it's like they don't even have the consideration for you mm-hmm. recognizing that you're always making yourself available for them and it's just it's just been a, a additional challenge and you know i have my own family um that i'm trying to take care of as well and i was just like that was one of the things like you said that that bothered me the most was that we had a full day that i lost with kelly because i had to take her back super early right. you know and it was just like what are we gonna do in indianapolis mm-hmm. at nine in the morning <laughs> like for the rest of the day yeah. you know she's tired she's trying to mm-hmm. go back to sleep like it was just like i don't know it's difficult it's but a lot it's a lot yeah. so we'd We're love to hear from anyone else who maybe is tackling these types of challenges yeah definitely what have you done you know do you feel like you have a support group are there support groups for this <laughs> do you, why aren't people talking there about it be. um but yeah i think it's 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 something that needs to be talked about and we need to create a space that's healthy for that type of dialogue definitely so well we did it another one another, another one, one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very, very much for tuning in to the Permanent Plus One podcast. I go by the name of Alan Woods. And I'm Kyla Woods. And you can find us wherever you're listening. Yeah, right there. Because you already found us. But there are some extra places that you can find us as well. So if you did not find us in these places, you can find us here as well. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Podcasts. If you would like to reach out to us, you could do that through all of our social media channels. It is Permanent Plus One, uh, all spelled correctly with every single letter that is required and no extras. Uh, and you can check us out at PermanentPlus1.com. Until the next time. Love each other.